Start. Start what? The podcast. Okay. Hello and welcome to another episode of Dribble. The automotive podcast brought to you by a couple of regular petrol heads. We're your hosts. I'm Mo. And I'm O. I almost forgot my line. Yeah, I know. The I fuck were you doing? I was waiting for you to start. I gave you the symbol to start. How? No, you didn't. I had to prompt you to say, come on, let's go. Let's go. Hurry up. They could hear you whispering. Oh, okay. Well, then now they... Anyway, 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 anyway. How are you? Are you, are you I'm on time. you on time. Still, but the problem... I'm not coming on time again. What do you mean? You weren't, you weren't on time. I was on time. How is okay, that? Okay, I, I was late. I gave you... And you still weren't set up. <laughs> right, hang on. Let's just, you, but, but you still weren't set up. Let's just recap. I was on time. I didn't I even mean, get I was any late, I did, but I was on time. I didn't even get any food said. on the way in. Yeah, well done. Called you to get my Coke Zero ready. What I pull you, in, what? I pull up, and you're still walking in with like carrying the bags and nothing set up in here. I had to put my own mic together. Two two things. Two, uh, first of all, put your own mic together. Good. You, I'm not your slave. Secondly, so there's three things. Secondly, what time did you call me to ask me to go and buy you a Coke Zero? I will tell you what time I called you. Please do. Please check your phone Zero. records. It was. See, originally I called you at nine past five, but you didn't answer, did you? Okay. And what time were you supposed to be here? Five o'clock, f***y time. <laughs> five o'clock, right? So you were meant to be here at five o'clock. You called me at ten past five to tell me you're on the way. Can I get you a Coke Zero? Yeah. And then you actually turn up later. And the reason why you caught me in the car park was because I heard you coming a mile off in your Chavmobile. <laughs> what is that? What, what, are you, what is going on with the car you're driving today? Mate, that is the 325i Coupe. Right. They, this is the E90 you know, to shape, yeah, whatever. Um, they sound nice as standard. Sounds better now. Why does your one sound like something an owner of a Ford Focus ST might do to it? Listen, before you start getting all anoraki on me, <laughs> I don't get, the, the last one I had had a similar exhaust. You know, it didn't sound that bad. This sounded like this. No, uh, this, this was, is a bit de. It's a bit de. It's a bit droney. You sat. You, you pronounced the word obnoxious wrong there. <laughs> no, actually, it's not. It's, is it? I don't know. Outside, is that you, on the motorway? Actually, uh, to be fair, when you're cruising along, it is a bit. It is a little bit droney. What I will say is, as I was stood in the car park of where we're at, waiting for you to come in and and watching mm-hmm. you and having secondhand embarrassment for you, <laughs> a lady, respectable middle aged professional lady, walked past, and I could see the look of disgust on her face. She watched you pass. She was looking at you. No, no, because she saw she saw this blacked out Beamer bad boy car pull up sounding like it was going 400 yeah, black, miles black an hour wheels, doing four miles an hour around probably doesn't help does yeah it, it didn't, it didn't help yeah, i no. think i'm gonna have to strip those tints off yeah i think you need to do but the problem something. is because of the chrome on there it looks it looks but then the chrome the, the black pronounces it makes the chrome stand out even more so although this is a car that's just going to be sold and to be honest with you it's probably going to appeal to the type of person who wants to buy it anyway yes yes you know the uh the the rude the boys the, chaps, the, rude the boys. Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah they'll probably end up in your country in Birmingham? Yeah. Probably will end up in Birmingham. Probably will end up in Birmingham. I was in Birmingham. It'll the other be in day. Birmingham. It, oh, it, it will be at home at Bradford. It'll be at home in Bradford, but, but I doubt they're, they're, they're too tight to come down to buy a car from here. But I can see you going to Birmingham. I was in yeah. Birmingham the other day. What a wild yeah, place so that I. is. So I was like, yeah, it is wild. It's like crazy. People drive like absolute fucking nutcases. For once, the M42 was it was moving. I mean, regardless of whether it's moving or not, it does not stop people driving around at like 150 miles per hour wherever they can. Do you know why? Because there's a lot of space there on some of the roads there. So you know when you come out, so you know when you go by, not the Horlicks building, I'm thinking of somewhere else. But you know this is that with the, with like the Jag, the Jag, 
Is it Jackson? No. Um, Fort Parkway. Fort Parkway. Yeah, that's... Before you come over onto the like mini spaghetti okay. junction sort of area and stuff. And then some of the roads outside and that are quiet. Yeah, they're, they're normal dual carriageways. That's yeah. fine. I'm talking about like Alan Rock Road. Oh my, yeah. I <laughs> which, which, which at the best of times when there is no cars parked illegally on, on every side of it, yeah. doesn't have a huge amount of space and you've got tons of pedestrians. How there are not more, I don't want to say fatalities, but how I get there your are point, not yeah. more accidents. More accidents. Or accidents at all in a day. I was on in that road. I was in a car when I was younger as a passenger. I won't say who the driver was, where uh, basically we ran somebody over Oof. on Alan Rock Road. And to be entirely fair, the person we ran over was a drunk pedestrian <laughs> who just stumbled into the road. Nah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And the thing is, the amount of takeaways they have there now on Alan Road, seriously, like every the, people are just. Like getting in and out, in and out, in and out, crossing roads, parking up. It's crazy, man, that road. Who would have thought that money laundering joints would sell such good fast food? <laughs> Do you know what? To be fair, they may be laundering, but at least they, 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 put, they put effort, they they put, put, do put effort into their side quality. hustle. Burger and You're sauce, right. mate, is, the, is, is decent. Burger and sauce and Unlock Road is decent. It, it is. £5.90 or something like that for a meal, and it's a decent well, meal. Well, th- this is the. This is the for some reason this show has turned into a very niche review of fast food places in Birmingham. But whatever, cars to talk about. We've got a car to talk about later. But if this isn't your thing, then I don't know. I don't know why you listen to us anyway because it's random crap all the time. Um, yeah, the the good thing about there being literally like five takeaways in the space of seven retail units yeah, is that to. there's competition. Yeah, yeah, and they have to. They know they have to compete. So yeah, they yeah. they have to compete, which means they have to have. Good, I'm not gonna say quality food. Good tasting food, yeah, and they have I'm, to be competitively priced. Yeah, no, I'm saying quality. You walk onto that burger and sauce place, and you look, it's clean, well managed, well run, and now the food comes out, and it's nice. And to be fair, I've I've eaten a lot now on Adam Lock Road now, and I don't think I've come across a bad place. You're right that they have to keep the standards up because there's so many choices there for people. Although food hygiene standards in some of those places is questionable. There's a every, every I think it's every yeah. year there's a, uh, a kind of a food hygiene standards report that comes out oh God. and it always somehow makes like the, 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 the WhatsApp rounds for people yeah. in around Birmingham. Yeah, mate, and you get reports of all your favourite takeaways and how they've got a one or two star rating because there was like um, rodents or some shit like that. I mean, we're immune to that kind of shit anyway. We're brought up on it. So. <laughs> you were brought up on rodents. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Doesn't really matter. So anyway, I was going to is, But it is like the mecca of food, to be fair. It is, yeah. Speaking of food, you're not hangry today. We're not fasting today. We're back to, back no, to normal. No, back to normal. Back to normal. I didn't get any food today because I'm getting food on the way home. Oh, okay. So, That's fine. Just just before, I was going to say, just before we start, we've already started. Um, just so I'm aware, are you on a curfew? Do you have to leave in like 12 minutes or anything ridiculous I like that? I actually didn't check before I came out. Good, great. No, Don't check. Put the phone down. It's fine. Yeah. There's no curfew. But no, I think we I'm can have right. a nice, relaxed episode. I'm all right. I'm chilling. Good. Yeah, great. No we can chill. We can chat. Yeah, we can yeah, talk. Absolutely good. Yeah, what do we yeah, want yeah. to talk about? I'll talk about... Uh, 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 you, did you see the other day... Um, or for, actually, first thing I want to talk about is... And I can talk about... I know we don't talk about, like, cars above a certain thing, but we, I think we can talk about this because it's something that I've had and something I'm... Well, I was fond of until I got... Rem- but you seen the, the, the new <laughs> 7 Series? Uh, so... It, that's but, my reaction to it. Uh. Yeah, well, so there's a teaser out for it, or something like that, right? And obviously, there are two. F- there's the i7, which is the all electric one. Nah, that's shitter than the norm- the new one. Uh, well, I was going to say there's the normal one, and then there's the i7. Yeah. The i7 looks pretty horrendous, and then the normal one is. I'm not sure which one's worse. 
the i7 has this stupid light around its front grille. Is that the i7? The i7 is or the, is that the So that's what I was going to come to, right? So first of all, they've got this... this I don't know why they're continuing with this grill thing. First of all, I'd like to know practically what it does. There must be some practical reason for it. And it's not all open. So for it to allow air to come in to keep no, the engine cool, No, there's no cool, practical right? reason. That, it's, a, it's 100% a design thing. It's hideous. But okay, so I saw one and, and I was thinking, not only is the grill there, now it generally does look like the Ultimate Warrior's face. It's got because it's Because they put lights around it. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. would you do that? May, do you know what? I, I think you're onto something. I think that whoever's in charge of design, grill design at BMW, is just a really, really big fan of late 80s, early 90s wrestling. <laughs> it must be. I was, must I, I was, I, I was watching, uh, I went on to, you know, when you're, sometimes you're on YouTube and you just end up like hopping from random video to random video. Yeah. I ended up watching, um, in amongst many things, I ended up watching uh, some old full WWE classic matches. Mainly the Undertaker matches. It's brilliant. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. The problem is, though, like, you can't, like Disney, the WWE are very, very good at shutting down shit that's copyright. Oh, so, yeah, they are very, very good. So the only that. time you're going to see proper full matches on YouTube is via their own YouTube channel. Yes. So they control what goes out as the full matches. And I was looking for the boiler. Do you remember the boiler room brawl? The original Boiler Room Brawl match. I think it was like 1996. Mankind? Mankind and Undertaker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this yeah. was like peak Undertaker, peak Mankind. It was when Mankind was... Uh, Undertaker was scary and Mankind was a fully-fledged oh, fucking nutcase. Nutcase, yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. The, and for those of you who are too young, too old, not interesting enough to know what I'm talking about, this was... The match took place in the boiler room of the venue. So it wasn't in the ring at all. And I'm not sure how, what the rules were in terms of how it would that, end. How they got away with it. Ha, ha, because was there a ref down there? Was it a case of pinfall? It probably what? wouldn't have been a ref in that point, was it? I mean, if the ref was there, he probably would have got battered. Yeah, yeah, he probably would have. It's like they had that graveyard match as well. Oh yeah, Buried Alive like, matches. Buried Alive. I like, saw one of those. Yeah, that was great dude, as well. Man, it's crazy. But back to but but what were we, what were we talking about? Yeah, the seven, the seven series. series the, sorry, yes. <laughs> so everything they had up until the E thirty eight, right? I thought was was beautiful in terms of like going all the way back to the first the E twenty three, the first year you know, E twenty three, the E thirty two, which was like looked like the five, just a bit smaller. Then they brought out the E thirty eight, obviously, which was the transporter car. And then they just went completely. I don't know. Then Chris Bangle. Had one eye open and did the E65. Seven series. Yeah, seven series. I don't know what it was. Yeah, yeah, so he did that. E60 which horrible. Something. Then they did the other one after that, which is the F01, which wasn't too bad, actually. Oh, no, because it looked like the five series of that generation, which I actually thought was a, it was an all right looking car. I still do think it's an all right looking car. Yeah. Just a yeah. slightly bigger version. And now they've just come up with this thing, which is, I, I mean, the, the, the proportions of it are just all over the place. And that grill just does it no favors. And the thing is, again, like, Again, like people buying them, like you've just bought one, but it's not doesn't have the gigantic grill. No, we'll come, we'll come okay. to, we'll come to so that. So people buying them, I mean, like you've got to walk up to it. Do you not? How does that not put you off? The cars are not good enough. I'm sorry to get over. Right, I'm, I'm going to say something controversial here, right? Because when the seven series, when this new seven series was launched, rightfully so, the social media world lost its mind. Not in a good way, in a bad way. Mm. And there was lots of 
UK car journalists and car people all saying, oh my God, this is hideous, this is disgusting, this is whatever. I actually saw it and thought, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a nice looking car. But why do we care? How many of the last seven series sold? And even the ones that did sell in the UK, how many of them went to people who care about cars yeah, true, rather true. than going to some kind of a chauffeur who leased yeah. it to go and drive some rich person around London for no, two yeah, years? That's true. That's true. It's not for the UK market. So what they've done is they've designed a car which is meant to be for evolving luxury markets in China, probably, yeah, yeah. where what they care about is size. So the important thing was how big can we make this car? And I imagine the long wheelbase version is going to be gigantic. You could probably live in it, especially if well, you're... Well, normal wheelbase one is because they made it so over there. So well, yeah, that's why what... you need an even longer one. Well, yeah, but there, there will be, right? And then yeah. they put a big grill on it. It's, I'm sure it's taller. I'm sure it's wider and everything else proportionally it has grown. Why? Because that's what appeals in the market that it's going to sell in. Well, here, there'll be a handful of them sold and we'll see it. We'll go, oh, that's the ugly new 7 Series and then get on with our lives. Whereas where it's actually going to be more of a commercial success. They probably like the disgusting design. But the thing is, you say that, you know what? You look at China and stuff like the roads there, are, they don't have the space. So why would you Why would you want a bigger car? Even, even like on an exact level, even on an exact yeah. level, why would you need even bigger when you're like short anyway? It's, I, I, I won't profess to understand the car culture over there, but there's car culture and in the true car culture they're a fan of small cars and um you know kind of uh, i guess efficient things but actually remind me r32 remind R34. you r34 which one two four the nissan four four right i will attempt to remind yeah, yeah, yeah. you later in the show um so but that's what you know the people who care about cars will care about these big luxury cars aren't going to go to people who care about cars these are going to go to people who are essentially in a pissing contest with other very rich entrepreneur, businessmen. This is a case of my things are bigger than your things, therefore I am more successful than you are. That's what it is. I'm in a bigger car, I take up more space on the road. Whether that's practical or not, who gives a shit? If I'm in the biggest thing on the road, then I am more successful than you are. Yeah, that's, that's what true. it is. That's Nothing else. Yeah, it's just it's, it's a shame that, Well, that used to be, like, going back 10, 12 years now, that used to be there. 10, 12 years was like 2010. That's not a long time ago. I'm sorry, I'm just saying that because it's a oh, depressing maybe, thought. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Maybe 15, 20 years ago, but actually maybe more than that. That used to be their staple car, the 7 Series. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I imagine it will be. Then, it, then they're kind of S-Classes and Range Rovers and I'm sure Maybachs and Rolls Royces and whatever mm. imitation copycat versions that they make as well. Yeah, it's a shame that it's a shame that the seven because it was it was a nice it was a it was a it was a nice car. It's a shame that it's taken a bit of a back seat in the UK market. Was the E thirty eight also a Bond car as well? It was, wasn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan. Yes, yes, and they had it in the worst they had silver. Like silver. It's like buying a white car. They had it in silver, black leather. Like, <laughs> What's wrong with silver and white cars? It's taken, it's taken like, because it's just a lack of imagination, despite what people think. Um, and you think you're showcasing your vehicle, at least like spec it up a little bit, you know what I mean? Put some, give it a nice color and stuff. Um, I should have had it in the Mora in there, or black at least, like in Transporter. Transporter is where, that's, that's what led me to buying my 7 Series. That's what After led, watching Transporter. That's what led me to buying an A8. As well, if I'm honest. Yeah, 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 probably, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he, he had the uh, the the W12 long wheelbase version. Yeah. 
and he had it to drive a small child around. That is that is basically the that that is what's happening in China. Tiny people are being driven around in gigantic cars. That was the premise of Transporter Two. Yeah, it was. It was. Tiny, tiny I didn't, I didn't being notice, driven around in Yeah, car. I didn't notice the. I didn't even notice the E thirty eight in the Bond movie. To be fair, but I noticed it. I noticed it in Transporter. Okay, but they also had the S class in Transporter as well. For some reason, that didn't. The S class. Did you have the S class? No, yeah, yeah, he did. So when, once his seven series got blown up. Oh, the old... Yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah the but, first but, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for some reason... So whilst the E38 7 series has become this uh, revered after classic that everybody wants, the S-Class of that generation, which is the S-Class that appears in that in that film, nobody really gives a shit about it, do they? Yeah, because it's an ugly looking S-Class. I mean, the E38, the equivalent of E38... No, I, know, I, I, I get that. But given the current climate where literally anything over 15 years old is modern classic oh my god must buy it must collect it must wrap it in plastic and keep it in a garage mm-hmm. so the value goes up i would have expected kind of the older generation of s classes and uh, cls to fall into that category but actually they've just been left to rot no one cares because yeah, the, the cl yeah. of that generation is and i think is a very nice looking car really, Which is the first generation cl isn't it yeah big bodied it's got proper actually, presence yeah, do you know what the problem is though i think the problem with those is They'll, they'll break and rot. Do they, I don't know about that. Actually, no, were they, know. were they the generation but, that were built well and then they became rust boxes afterwards? I th- yeah, I think their seats were a bit like not, not built that well. Um, but I think the problem with the CEO was it was too big. It was a big car. It always has been, yeah, for the UK market especially. I just think it was way, it was it was way too big proportionally. It just wasn't it, it wasn't right. I've I've always had a hankering for a CL though. I've always wanted a CL. For a CL, I've always I've always wanted an SL, like a nineties SL. See, they're they're going up in value. SLs yeah, yeah. are are starting to command a bit of a premium yeah, and getting that modern classic. Top, yeah. yeah. And again, maybe you're right. Maybe it's because it's a slightly smaller car and it suits the UK it's road better. It looks nice as well. I think as those designs with Mercs. They won't go out. They don't. They're timeless. They still look good now. Yeah, I agree. Like modern cars now, I just don't. Aren't. That was the era of Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz <laughs> adverts, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> but but you know, that wasn't that like the last proper Mercedes campaign that I paid you paid attention to. I can't actually recall any then, famous yeah. Mercedes campaigns after that. And nah, we're talking like because then they 90s. went to showing like the side light or something or the wing mirror and not actually showing you the car when they advertised it yeah now they show you people yeah yeah they actually are moving away from uh, there's there was a a post recently last couple of days on instagram and it was a it was a g-wagon and one of the pictures was like a like a a a woman and it was a she was stood behind the g-wagon like well great what, I don't what know what you're trying, trying to show. To us, yeah. But have you noticed, right, in these pictures, these these marketing images of cars where they choose to use people, they always go for a person who's like a six slash seven. You never see a perfect, you never get a 10, a nine or a 10. And they're obviously not going to put yeah, fours yeah, and fives yeah, up because yeah, they're like yeah. ugly and nobody wants to see a four or a five. Yeah, yeah. They always go for like a six or a seven. Somebody you look at and you go, yeah, they're kind of attractive. But if I saw them in the street, I probably wouldn't look Pass twice by. at them. Yeah. I'd probably call them on a Sunday when nothing else. What, why is this weird marketing strategy? Now, the car that I'm reviewing today it has this thing, right? When you're listening to the radio, to DAB, on one of the many digital displays that it has, it has a symbol for the radio. And the symbol for the radio is some young woman listening to music on her headphones. Huh? 
right? So it's just a picture of her face, her upper body, like a headshot, yeah. and she's got headphones on, and she seems like she's enjoying whatever she's listening to. That's the generic picture. It's a photo. That's the generic photo that you see anytime you're listening to any digital radio station. When you put your own music on, you get your album artwork or whatever. Oh, they're not put a picture of you up? Didn't know. They don't put a picture of you up. And again, this, this woman that's listening to music on her headphones, she is a solid 6.5. <laughs> And it's not, like a fucking Olympic score, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. And I looked at it, I think... It's just sort of distracting you, so you're not distracted from the road and start... That, speaking of China, apparently that's what they do in China as well. They pleasure themselves whilst on the move. Oh, in the back of the... In the back, well, there's enough space in the back of the S-Class or the 7 Series, so they just put the blinds down and play whatever they yeah, want to play it, and off they I'm go. I'm pretty sure, is it the China or Japan? There's a Grand Tour episode where they're driving through and they're like, there's so many cameras which are flashing constantly. Yes, yes, pictures. and they caught. They and catch the reason why is that. to try and make sure that they're catching people who yeah. are... Well, that's what the grand door people tell us, whether it is or not. I don't know. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, they, they pick this solid 6.5, right. take a picture of her and stick her on your dashboard. And it's like, well, if you don't want to distract me, why would you just not have a picture of... Why do you need a picture of Why do you need a picture of someone anyway? Yeah, yeah. For all these things that concentrate on the road and stuff, they're just putting more and more distractions in there. But don't use your phone. Don't use your phone. But yeah. look to do whatever you need to do and take your eyes off the road, but you can't use your phone. Speaking, of don't, speaking of don't use your phone, um, so uh, here you go, public service announcement for our listeners. Also, If you ever see a bus randomly parked on the side of the road and not just because it's decided to pull over and let passengers on and off and, and disturb your journey by up to like 30 minutes while it does it, um, it could be being used by police who will sit on the top of the double-decker bus, using your phone. look out the window and see if you're using your phone in yeah. traffic. Well, they've got trucks to do that as well now. They get trucks and sit around, sit yeah, down, drive so up and down in trucks. So they're just watching. If you that. see you using your phone, they won't come up to you and say, yeah. put that away, that's yeah, dangerous. They'll make, make a note of your information, fair, take a picture and send you a fine in the, in, the, in the post. The amount of people I see using their phone as in holding it up to the... What? And I'm like, Every car has Bluetooth now. Even if every car has, doesn't have Bluetooth, you have headphones. Well, yeah, there's that. When you get into the car, but you have, there's no need or reason. There isn't a need for, for you, you to, to like actually hold, hold your phone, phone next face. to your face when you're talking. I yeah, don't I get that. Pisses me off. Well, there's that, but there's also the fact that today's generation, I'm not sure they even know how to answer a phone. <laughs> like yeah. you call anybody under the age of thirty. I guarantee you they won't answer. But they'll WhatsApp you straight away. Yes, up. Yeah, yeah. They'll send you... They'll, I was going to say send you a text. That's me showing my age. They will. They'll WhatsApp you or Instagram you or inbox you in some other way to go, oh, you called. So, yeah. That's crazy. To talk to you with my fucking voice. Oh, I told you... I thought I remembered. So, the GTR... Oh, the R34 I was supposed to remind you about. The GTR, the Skyline, is finally... I think Americans... The, the American government or whatever have finally given it and they've actually put a notice out to everyone that's got one to hand it over so they can scrap it. A what? Which which model? So the GTR has been, the, the GTR series, the Skyline GTR, yeah. has been banned in the US for... No, there's... there's, there's forever, like forever. There's, there's, there's import regulations. A car has to be a certain age yes. before you are legally allowed to import it into the US. Oh, no, no. So they did have... No, no, no. It doesn't have to be a certain age. So they did have... They did have like a temporary classic status or something like that on them but that's been, that's expired now so they've actually said and maybe it's one of our listeners i know we've got a listener over there maybe he we've, could, got, a few, he, we've got a few, we've got a few yeah maybe they can so. maybe they can like um reach out to us on instagram and let us know but apparently I mean, yeah now, you could now have just the, done your own research fully oh, i can't be bothered 
there's an amnesty. Apparently, the amnesty is over now, and they're saying, right, hand those cars over to us. We got scrapping. I mean, there's loads of rumors why. There's lots of like rumors from like, oh, because it's got a thousand brake horsepower, and then when they like cops can't catch them, so we're not allowed them. And that was it. But I think that, it's, it's mostly down seeing, to do- seeing as they're selling brand new Hellcats that have 800 horsepower out of the box, well, yeah. and they're legal. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's kind of the rumors that people come out of. It's stupid, but I think one of the main ones is they don't reach, they don't meet the safety regs. But looking at some of the American cars that are built. To your point, I don't think they'd meet the safety. No, that, that's own. true though, because if you look at like um, some cars, but and you take some of the older Porsche 911s, for example, the US versions have different bumpers and they have overriders and, mm. and stuff like that, and that is to meet US safety regulations. Mm. So I get it, and and this is always going to be the thing, right? When you produce a car, you have to potentially modify it to be able to meet a certain country's regulations and it has to go through all of the safety testing yeah. which can cost a shitload of money before you can then retail it officially in that country but i thought there was always this whole a car gets to a certain age and it can be imported um without having to do any of that stuff it's exempt no no so ap- apparently there's not a single version of, of the Skyline GTR. GTI that completely GTR. complies with their motor vehicles, motor vehicle safety, really um, safety standards and regulations. So does that mean there are about to be? So some don't meet safety standards, some don't meet crash tests, some fail to meet the emission tests. So does that um, mean there are about to be quite a lot of Skyline GTRs? Coming Be, onto the used market. No, no, really no. Got, import- well, yeah, yeah. Even people could, sell them. Even you could, people you could sell, sell them out of the country. Right? Out of the country, or they're gonna get. I think because the, the Skyline back in those days, it was it was never designed for the US market. No, no, it was always a right hand drive car. They never made a left hand drive version. Oh, you say that, but wasn't it left hand drive in the Fast and Furiouses? Mm, I don't think so. I don't know. This is one thing that confused me because they'd say that it was never Just designed one. <laughs> for the US. <laughs> now they say it was designed for the for the US was never designed for the US market and Japan is right hand drive. Yes. Um but actually I can't remember thinking about it. Was it was it left hand drive to Skyline? I don't know. I don't know. Genuinely don't know. I'm pretty sure they would especially in that film, they would have made a point of it being right hand drive to show that it's an import. Yeah, that's true actually. That's true. But yeah, so apparently the you either sell them out of the country, or they're going to get crushed. I mean, I can't. I mean, they must. That sounds very extreme. Th- I know there's got to be thousands this, of them out there. I can't act- imagine that they're actually going to do. Is it. this an actual thing, or is this like? No, no, it's an actual thing. It's Facebook like a, rumors. No, 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 no. It's an actual thing. It's an actual thing, but I can't imagine they're going to crush. I mean, if that was me, I'd be like, I wouldn't want to. If, if you've got something like that, you never, you don't really want to sell it, do you? But there's no way you're going to let it get crushed. No way. I'd rather sell it than let it get crushed. Of course, I would. Wouldn't yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I mean, I'd. That's gonna be a. It's gonna be a sad day in motor history if they crush like thousands of GTRs. Yeah, for no good reason other than health and safety. Yeah, I mean, this is America we're talking about. They can walk around with guns, but but yeah, I thought I thought it was land is. of the free, home of the brave, or whatever they say. Maybe they're not very brave when it comes to driving around in cars. Maybe they're also not very free when it comes to telling you so what you can and yeah. can't drive. So I'll keep an eye on that one because it'll be interesting to see um, yeah. what happens with that. 
Oh, well, at least they can still shoot each other and everything's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's... Actually, they can just shoot the people when they come to collect them. Yeah, them. because you just, just stay at home. Them. Someone comes onto your property. And, and you just say, I was mentally disturbed. That seems to be happening. And I say, I was mentally disturbed. They were taking my car away. No, 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 no. See, this is where you're wrong. You can only say you're mentally disturbed if your skin color is on a certain... Oh, a certain right, right. Yes, it, yes, yes. If yes. you've been out in the sun a little bit a too little bit, yeah, long... Yeah, yeah. So maybe then do it in the winter. Potentially that argument wouldn't work. Yeah, maybe do it in the winter. Yeah. When you haven't been tanned. Do it in the winter when you don't have a tan. This is again more consumer advice, really good consumer advice. Do it in the winter when you don't have a tan and do it firmly within the boundaries of your property. Uh, then everything's fine. And then you might be all right, yeah. They came onto my property, they threatened me. I was mentally disturbed at that point in time. So I, I shot him yeah. 17 times in his face. <laughs> I think, yeah. That's kind of how it works, isn't it? That, oh, that's pretty much how it is. Otherwise, just get Johnny Cochran and he'll get you off. Yeah. And whilst you're doing that, you should also be telling um, women what rights they should and shouldn't have over their own bodies. Yes, yes. Do yes, that yes, too. Yeah, yeah. America's a fucked up place. No offence to any of our American listeners, but you know it as well as we do. Have we um, mentioned the DeLorean? Have we mentioned the, the DeLorean? Well, someone's about to relaunch it yet again. Oh really? Who has it been bought by? Oh, you know, I give, I've given up for figuring so, out. So hang on, did Delorean died right, and then wasn't didn't somebody independently buy up the Delorean? That's their the, factories. The, 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 mo- the storage, the storage where all the molds and stuff. Have yeah, you actually seen the, the molds? Mini- they bought all of the the, the spare factory yeah, made yeah, parts yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, to yeah, supply yeah, yeah. all that. So that was done. Have you actually though. seen the mini sort of documentary on Delorean? The mini documentary on DeLorean. No, I haven't seen that, I've but have you seen the film DeLorean. about John DeLorean? There's a, there's a Hollywood film. I can't oh, remember I haven't seen him. the Hollywood film. No. Yeah, about, about John DeLorean. And it's the story of basically how DeLorean came about. Because he was, like, we might be talking he was about a the same drug thing. dealer, I think, wasn't he, essentially? Yeah, we might be talking about the same was thing. It? That wasn't a movie. It was a movie. Certainly wasn't a documentary. I mean, it may have been factually correct in places. Hmm. I'll have to check it again because I've certainly seen something about DeLorean, how it came about. and You're not talking about Back to the Future, are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> and then how he, he, he used to be built in Ireland and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, because he, he's American, right? And he tried to he tried to manufacture it in the US, but for whatever reason he couldn't. And that's when he decided to just do it in Ireland instead. Yeah. He got a factory yeah. in Ireland and made it in Ireland. Yeah. I mean, yeah, design-wise... It's a nice-looking car. I thought it was a wicked-looking car. It looks looks good now. Don't you think it's weird how that still manages to look futuristic today? How many, 40, 50 years after it was designed? Yeah, yeah, It's crazy. But yeah, they're doing an electric version, all-electric version. That sounds like it would... That makes sense. That's probably going to work for that. That does That's probably the one car where electric works. Yeah, because it's... It's almost the design because of, what, because of just, obviously Back to the Future where it was yeah, used. Yeah, but also stuff. it's like you know, kind of all stainless steel body panels. Yeah, yeah, that should be powered by electricity. Yeah, yeah, should I don't, be, I don't be powered by stainless steel electricity now, or plutonium yeah. from the Libyans. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> the only two options. That's a pretty smart design though to use stainless steel. Like you saw it, it's never going to rust. It's going to do nothing but rust. No, it's not. Yeah. Why? Because it's stainless steel. It's steel. But it's not going to stain, so it won't rust. <laughs> yeah, it's not, there isn't anything about being galvanised. <laughs> yeah, he's like, if you get bird shit on it, it's fucked. Yeah, that's true. You've literally got to sand the, sand it down. Sand yeah, the pattern yeah, yeah, back Yeah, that was it. one of the biggest problems with those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have yeah, to like, yeah, you got to but you could just get out the rotary sander and just... I wonder if anyone's I wonder taken, how much metal you'd have on there before you like sand through it. Although these days, right, you could just PPF the thing. 
Oh yeah. So there are solutions now available. You can yeah, PPF yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I wonder if there's anybody who's bought a DeLorean and has actually painted it. Oh yeah. Do you not think a DeLorean would look cool in black? It actually would, you know. It look really cool in black. It actually would look. But then cool at the in same black, time, yeah. I imagine that's sacrilege. Oh yeah, I don't think I think if that that person would probably get shot. The DeLorean Owners Club would definitely oh, go back mate. in time. Oh mate, yes they them. would. Yeah, yeah, that they guy, would fire up their fucking. There'd, there'd be and a wanted poster for him. Dead or they'd want him dead, not they, him dead yeah, or alive. They would. After all of our consumer advice, it probably feels like a good time to uh, share our disclaimer with our listeners. Oh, fuck. We're thirty-eight episodes in, but Jeez. we still need the disclaimer. You can't give up on that shit, can you? No, no, I can't. Um, so, for anybody, if this is your first time listening, you're probably wondering how much of an automotive podcast this is, given that we've spoken about lots of stuff. Other you can than tell we're struggling for content. We're not struggling for content. This is drivel. We've got an actual car review coming up in this episode. Oh, have like we? Like today. Yeah, we have. Okay. Because um, I never know what we're doing. Of course you never know what we're doing. Um, Despite Tom trying to keep me abreast and you trying to tell me what to do, like what we're doing. but Yeah, it's going to take more than two of us, I think, to keep you on track. But our, no, no, our disclaimer is that uh, we aren't professionals. We are not professional podcast hosts. We aren't professional motoring journalists. We're not professional, um, I, I was going to say, like food critics, given that we've started talking about fast food Shut restaurants. Up, I'm a pro food critic. You're a pro, yeah. 100%. You, you just claim to be a professional at everything. So, so you well, I am. Can you, and, oh. For our regular listeners, you'll know. For our new listeners, you'll get in. to know. How long we do this? Two years? No. Probably. Close to. 30 episodes in two years. You st- Will you stop telling people you, you, I'm not a pro? So O is not a pro. I'm not a pro. Yes. Not pro anything. He will claim to be a professional. Uh, I remember earlier in, in these episodes where you used to claim to be a professional mechanic, which was hilarious. I am. I am. Uh, because he's not a professional Prove mechanic. Prove me wrong. You find prov- what a professional mechanic is. Somebody who's mechanic by trade. That is their profession. That is one of my trades. No, you don't have to. You don't have to do it full time. You twat. It's a profession to be a professional. It is a profession. At hang on, we're talking about being professional, or a profession is something different. You are a hobbyist mechanic. No, I'm not. I'm a pro mechanic. No one's saying you're a bad hobbyist mechanic. Well, they can't because I'm not. But I'm a pro mechanic. I just don't do it every day. That's all. <laughs> if you guys want to believe that, fine. Of course they do. But. The reality of it is he's not a professional. We're not professionals at anything. So what that means is that you should listen to the show. You should enjoy the show. You should laugh with us, laugh at us, whatever. I'm not really that bothered. Um, but what you shouldn't do is you shouldn't take any advice from us. And if you do take advice and something goes wrong, i.e. you shoot somebody who trespasses onto your property in the middle of, your win- in the middle of winter and you claim that you have some kind of a mental disability uh, or, or, or you were going through some kind of stress and you still get arrested or even given the death penalty if that still exists. And sure, it still does exist in some places in the US. America, yeah. uh, and you die, you can't blame us. Good luck finding us. Yeah. Um, and we're shouldn't tell you Actually, how... probably, if they listen to it all for the episode, they could probably figure out where we are. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're on freaking LinkedIn as well. Yeah, they're, they're probably... I mean, I was just about to then go and plug our social media pages. So you yeah, can stop probably plugging find that us. now. No, yeah, so you can find us on Instagram at Drivel Podcast. So if you do want to tell us that your, your plan to murder somebody on your property didn't quite go according to plan and now you're out to get us and we're next on your murder hit list, then you can find us at Drivel Podcast on Instagram where you can send us a direct message of your, uh, your, your 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 troubles that you're currently in and I don't know well, maybe we'll talk about it on the next episode or something <laughs> uh, we're also on LinkedIn at Podcast Drivel no we're not that's meant to say, I meant to say Twitter we will eventually know where we where you can find us all of this is in the show description anyway but I don't know what the LinkedIn handle is because I tried to tag us LinkedIn in, in a post. Drivel you not just search for Drivel no I, try, I was writing a post in a comment and I tried to add 
drivel on the at the at us on there, but it won't let me do that. So I don't know. Do you know what? If you're struggling to find us on LinkedIn, send Tom a message on Instagram or Twitter, and he'll he'll tell you how to do it. He looks yeah, after our yeah, social yeah. media. Uh, we don't because we haven't got a fucking clue. And you can also send us an email. I wouldn't because no one ever checks that, and we don't even know what the freaking address is. So don't. <laughs> this is true. I will check the email address, the email account every so often, maybe once every like six weeks or something. Bollocks! When was the last time you checked it? it probably about six weeks ago, which is why I said once every six weeks. It's <laughs> due a check right now. Um, I can't tell you what our email address is right now, but again, check out the show description of the show you're listening to, and it will have all of the, uh, it will have all of the links for all of the various ways in which you can get in touch with us. They can probably find you on Instagram as well, can't they? What's your Instagram handle? No, but they can find my they can't find me on Instagram. They can find my professional Instagram, which is driveway autos. <laughs> me personally I am not on well I am, but you're not gonna find me because I'm private. He's uh is this your secret alter identity, alter ego. No, identity. I'm just not like the sad identity. social media slags like yourself that need to let the world know what they're doing and show them what they're doing and tag put every freaking hashtag around hoping for a like so if you want to uh, like one of my posts you can find me on instagram at mr mo hussein i think there might be underscores in there i don't know if you go to the yeah, dribble yeah, page you'll find you me open through. like a sunday night hooker so you're fine mate we'll i am you. i am speaking of instagram and social media and all that stuff i saw a, a post which made me laugh and i'm gonna read it out to you um because it's uh, it talks about one of the uh, one of our passions in life which what, is dealing watch, with facebook did you watch the formula one on the weekend there was no formula one on the weekend just checking, just checking. i know they're in miami this weekend so this is this uh, this instagram post it said life is pretty simple wake up get no girls commit traffic violations Low-ball Facebook motherfuckers, go to sleep. <laughs> See that again? See that again? <laughs> Life is pretty simple. Yeah. Wake up. Yeah. Get no girls. Commit traffic violations. <laughs> Low-ball Facebook motherfuckers, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. that is actually pretty it good. made me giggle. Did you see that? That is actually pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I saw it on Instagram somewhere. Yeah, that is decent. I like that. Yeah, it's true. It's kind of like a, uh, I don't know, this is probably a reflection of my, of my life. <laughs> that simple life is I'm pretty sure every day I will commit some kind of a traffic violation intentionally or intentionally or unintentionally it is not a traffic violation unless you get caught that's true simple that doesn't apply to any other crimes <laughs> just traffic violations should we get into the review should we get into the bulk of what it is we're talking about yes come on then so I was going to say drum roll please thank you uh, but this review is brought to you uh, by Popular Demand. We did a vote this week on our stories. No, it was not Popular Demand because I couldn't freaking vote on it. Because when I voted on when the story comes up, I get that stupid thing to say, add to your story, covering up the no part. That's just you then. So that was everyone trying to hit no, but not being able to because of your sly, because of Tom's sly marketing. So that only would have applied to you, add to your story. Why would it only apply to me? Add because to you've been tagged in the post to be able to share it to your story other people would have had to take a screenshot of it to be able to share it to their story or oh, would they yes you so everybody what? else could have voted no but in fact you all voted yes to me doing a review of my shiny new bmw 3 series touring the shitty the one in shitty white the one in white no, i've got no imagination so you know what i'll take white white with red leather and red brake calipers and some black bits there'll be pictures Whoa, on the car you're getting is red leather just steering we've we've been there before hell. stop 
staring at your neighbor's driveway every time you walk past no, it. No, I'm worried about like, like, you get car and it's got red light, shiny leather and you're saying, it's, uh, oh. it's not shiny. Shiny leather means, you know this, you're a, yes, yes, you're no, a no, professional no, 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 yeah. detailer. I'm sure you'd, you'd say that you're professional I, yeah. even though you're not. Uh, yeah, you're you're a weekend I, yeah. car cleaner and you know as well as I do that if your leather is shiny, it's because your leather yeah, is dirty. it's not clean, yeah. Okay, well, red leather anyway. It's not. People like, like, you see people advertising red leather in cap leather. What, what, what I will say what? is in this new generation of three series slash forces, the G, G, G21, which this one is, um, they've toned down the color of the red leather. So in the E90... Is it red? It's, it's more of a... Is it red? It's more of a light is maroon. Is it a red? It's called red. Which, it's called red. So is that because it is red? I wouldn't say it is red. So why did they call Just it tell red? tell you what it is. Look at, so why did they call it red? This is not going to be helpful. To why did they call it red? Because it's closer so to red. So you're saying they got it wrong then? Yes, they got it wrong. Are you happy now? So BMW spent millions and millions a year on marketing and research R&D. And they thought, what colour are we calling this? Let's call it red. And so it, yeah, they did the same when they labelled those dark blue, that dark blue colour, carbon black. Was it black? No, it was dark metallic blue. And they called it carbon black. So don't come at me with the BMW R and D. They spend millions, and they can't get colours right. Yeah, they spend millions. They can't get grills right. They spend millions. They can't get lots of shit right, like cooling systems. Stop trying to justify the shit colour you got your inside. It's red. Okay, whatever. There'll be a picture. What colour's the top you're wearing? This is red. What colour's your headphones? Red. But they're two different shades. Yeah. So how can they both be red? <laughs> I didn't. I what colour's the thing on your lanyard? I was not saying that it's not red. I was. You just said it's not. Red. I said it's it's a different shade of red. This is where I was getting to before you interrupted me to create an argument. No, you, for the sake you of an just argument. said it's not red, but they call it red. I don't so care. It's anymore. red or it's not red. Great. It's bright, shiny, fucking red. Okay, so it's red. I don't care if it's yeah. bright or whatever it is, but it's red. Yeah, yeah it's bright. It's, it's bright, shiny red. Red. So, so it's red. Happy now. You wouldn't it's like red. it regardless of what color it was anyway, unless it was black on black, like a boring fucking spec. Then you would. Go, nah, oh, gray, it's black. Gray on black is good. Oh wow! That, that Santorini is a nice color. What? Um, what Santorini? The Audi gray. The uh, what they call it? The so Navarro basically, gray? what you're saying is, all blacks and grays are acceptable. No, Any I combination of black and gray is fine. Estoril blue. Bang on. With the ivory leather is bang on. Yeah, great. I, was sh I should have asked them to basically make me a spec and a color combination from cars that existed 15 years ago. No, they still do. They still do estrogen blue. They still do ivory. They don't do estrogen blue. Yes, they do. Of course they do. They stopped doing it for the E92 because they had a problem with getting the color. Because apparently you had to start using water-based paint. Yeah. And they couldn't get the estrogen um in, they couldn't make that with the with the new the new uh, process that they had to. So they could. That's why you you won't see an E ninety two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. They you made, were, but, they, but the E nineties had a in a, the M threes at least had a very similar color. It, it was, was similar. slightly flatter blue. Yeah, a slightly darker you could, shade. You say yeah, similar, but it was it wasn't it wasn't estrogen. No, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, but and and you'll find in in, in that era. None of the M's were available in estrogen blue because they couldn't reproduce that color based on the new methods that they had to do. So it wasn't until afterwards they managed to be able to. That's why you could go and get it done after, like from a body shop or whatever. Well, yeah, they didn't give a shit. They, they would just do it. But obviously, being able to, yeah, they had to move to water-based paint and they couldn't. They couldn't recreate estrogen blue. Oh, okay, well, I don't like it in the new three series anyway. 
I don't. I. I. I, I, I straw blue to me is like some colors. Like for example, the only a red, a Ferrari and Alpha should only ever be red. Nothing else. Estral blue should only exclusively be available on an M car, in my opinion. Only certain M cars as well. Do you know? What? I think Estral looks good on any M car. I've actually seen a seven series in Estral E thirty eight, and it did look pretty shit hot. But I think. On any M car, I've seen the E thirty nine M fives in Estrel. Yeah, but again, again, you're again you're talking about classic BMWs that all had a very different angular shape, and and those cars, they suited color. Uh, certain cars suit certain colors, right? Yeah, like you said, Ferraris should be in red. Ferraris, I I'd imagine when they're sketching them out and designing them, they're probably on a red piece of paper. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? so, yeah. so there are certain yeah. cars that look good in certain colours. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that the new 3 Series looks good in blue. I don't think it looks good in black. Really. No, it probably doesn't look good in blue, no. but I, I, I agree with you it looks good in grey, but the reason I didn't want a grey car was because the 4 Series that I traded in for the 3 Series was in mineral grey or whatever it's called, mm. and I didn't want another grey car. See, that didn't look that good. In grey, actually. No, it didn't. No. That actually looked better in the blue. Yeah, or it needed a bit of a, a bit more of a light. It's that's either it. so a that's black that. or a light color. So that so the ester or blue, whatever they called it in that four series, the F generation of four. Did series. it come? In, it looked horrible. No, 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 no. I didn't think it looked good. In Did that. you not? I thought no. it looked alright. I mean, you know what? Maybe it's just me being traditional. Because for a while, like the E thirty nine E forty six era, you could only get the ester in M. Um, no, you could get it normally. Or the coupe. Sport or the M, M Sport or whatever. No, no, not the M Sport. The the, the in the E forty six it was the Club Sport or something spec. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't the think you could get CR, it. Three thirty Club Sport. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you could get it in a in a in a normal. Actually, don't know. you might have been able to actually. Don't know. Don't know. But again, you're you know, and I get it. Yeah, like, I get it. Nostalgia. You're, you're, you're referring to yeah, you're referring to classic shape cars, yeah, right? Yeah, and and yeah, 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 they did. Like, could you imagine the first generation of M three? Could you imagine that in Esther or Blue? I think it would look disgusting. Is this the one that everyone... Raved about, which wasn't that great. Which actually wasn't that fucking great, I know. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, you're right, yeah. I think with the, with the wide... Uh, the yeah, just wouldn't... Wide, yeah, actually, do you know no, what I mean? Would, that yeah. actually looked good in silver. That car looked great. No, that car needed to be in as a darker colour as possible to hide all the ugly shit around it. It was not a great... The thing is, this is the thing. It was never a great car. Like... It was a track car, the and three, I'm sure it was amazing on the track. Yeah, I don't get why people rave about it as a car like on the road and that. No, it, it was horrible. You need to watch a uh, Jason Camisa YouTube video where he talks about the M3 generation. He actually says this as well mm. that the original M3, absolutely as a track car, it was fantastic, but it was a commercial flop. Right, so it was it was it, it didn't mm. sell well at all, and yeah. the reason why is because the six cylinder three two five I of the time was just as fast, more luxurious, more comfortable, so, yeah. a better road yeah. car, everything, and it came with a nice smooth six cylinder engine that sounded good, whereas the M three of that generation came with a quite raw, loud, screaming, edgy, yeah, yeah. screaming, vibrating like a crazy yeah. thing four cylinder engine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, absolutely. You, you, you're you're bang on, but it's it's one of those where people look back at it with rose tinted glasses. And the reality is, if you owned an E30 M3, you wouldn't drive it anyway. 
No, you. Yeah, yeah, he's one of them. Yeah, Chris Tarrant fuckers that park it in this fucking piano room. Chris Tarrant, Chris Evans. Chris Evans, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, what did the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire guy do to you? <laughs> oh, speaking of cylinders and stuff like, have you seen that like, the new Mercedes AMGs? They've dropped two cylinders as well now. Dropped four cylinders. They now four cylinder engine cars. Yes, there were six, weren't they? Eight. Oh, sorry, eight. Yeah, there were V8s. Four. Yeah, they've so the old C63 was a V8. They've gone down to four pot. Four, yeah, four cylinder with hybrid assistance for performance. So you know, we were talking about how. The other day, how M M car engines have problems, but the AMGs don't because the M's are essentially under under volume, higher stress. Yeah, and the AMG ones are larger engines, under stressed. Yeah. So now they're going down the same route. So now it'll be interesting to see if they start having problems creeping because now they're going to have yeah. to get to oh. chuck out what they used to chuck out from an eight cylinder engine. Now going down to a four pot. Oh. Yeah, although what AMG, excluding the A45s or whatever, what AMG did previously, the C63, E63, G63, some of the Aston Martins that borrowed the same engine, they were mm. all the same 4-litre V8 twin turbo. And that was a fairly solid engine as well. Mm. So whilst it went turbocharged and that adds complications, it was still pretty, pretty solid. solid. It's it's pretty solid. solid. Base, yeah. um, and again, I think AMG is smart with it because what they've done is they've made and concentrated on one engine and yeah, stuck it into every yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas BMW's M division, the M3 will and M4 will get its own engine. You know, an M5 will get, get a different own, engine. Yeah, M6 yeah. will be based on the M5 or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. But they produce multiple different engines for different cars. Wait, the degree. M6 is dead now, right? Yes, the M8 now. Yeah, yeah because obviously now they've gone for the six whale back. And I don't even know if you can get that anymore still. The Gran Turismo one you're talking about, yeah? The six Gran Turismo. Yeah, yeah, I they don't even know do if you that can buy for that a year or two or something like that. But nobody bought it in this country. Well, Again, I imagine it was surprised. sold in China. Yeah, I'm not surprised looking at it. Yeah, it's disgusting. They did the three series Gran Turismo as well. Do you remember that? Yeah, that yeah, was and the five years. Oh, See, yes, it's a shame five. because the six series Grand Coupe to me, even now, is still a better looking car than the eight. Yeah, the I'm not sure I like the proportions of the eight series. I think, no, I don't. I, I don't. I look at the eight and I think no. Mm. It's just there's something not right. Well, there. see, on paper and in pictures, I think, oh, that's an attractive car, and then you see it in person, and that's when you really know that the proportions that's are off. Well out, yeah. I mean, having said that, the six series proportions on the coupe and that weren't like great, to be fair. But this one, I think the styling on it just makes it look worse. Yeah, it's not. It's not a great car. Anyway, we were supposed to be doing a review of a three series touring. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saving, <laughs> yeah. you were going to bore me, and I'm not interested in a white car with red leather. So. so, so this is the G21 chassis car. Somebody asked me this the other day. They're like, with BMWs, why are they the like E46 or F10 or G80 or blah blah blah? blah. Yeah. And it's so like, it's, it's like interesting. No, it's it's because all manufacturers do this. Did they ever start at A? Uh, don't know, but. All manufacturers, they think that they did start a long, long time ago. Um, when they make a car or when they start designing a car, it's given a project code. It's the same in all professions, really. You start a project, you give it a project code. Mm-hmm. BMW give their new chassis a project code internally. It just so happens that that same project code becomes the chassis code that externally kind of brand aficionados like to talk about to, to show the world that they're you know bmw geeks or whatever yeah. i would imagine that the same exists in all car manufacturers they just don't bother using them so yeah that's where yeah, it comes guess, from yeah uh so 
the yeah, this G twenty one it's launched in two thousand and nineteen. There hasn't been an official LCI. Two thousand and nineteen. Yeah, there hasn't been an official 20, facelist. It probably wouldn't be yet, would they? No, probably due this year. Uh, so, so the the twenty twenty two model, which is the one I have, uh, has got some subtle changes to it in terms of what you can get. So, for example, this one's got red brake calipers. Previously, you could never spend. Is, is you justifying preparing for the LCI that's due like next month or something? No, I don't care. I needed the car now, so I'm not really uh, yeah. overly bothered. And actually, there are there are some downsides to me having got it this year, which I'll come to. Uh, but you couldn't order red brake calipers before this year. You could only get the blue M performance ones if you wanted the M performance calipers oh, as part yeah. of the Pro Pack and all that. Um, so, so yeah, that that's a way to uh, to if you care, that's a way to to determine whether it's a 2022 car or if it's older. Uh, so anyway, exterior design, obviously design subjective, but in my mind, and this isn't exclusive to the three series, the newer generation of BMWs are all just a little bit softer and rounder and less sharp than the previous mm-hmm, generation, mm-hmm. and that seems to happen with every iteration of them. You know, you've been talking about the E generation cars today. You think to any E generation car, they're angular, yeah, they're sharp. Mate, they, yes, they got presence. They, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal an adjective from Tom Ford, the guy who writes for Top Gear. Or is that the guy with the with the crazy with, hair? The just, crazy hair. Yeah, I actually really like Tom Ford. I think he's a brilliant journalist mm. and he's very entertaining as well. Isn't uh, he the one that owns? Does he own? Caffeine Machine. Yeah. I think he had some part to play in it. I'm oh, not sure okay. if he's still in, in, in it or not. Uh, but yeah, so he described the, the new Nissan Z car as sinewy. As what? Sinewy. So like... Oh, I don't know what that As, as in like you can... See, almost if you were to look at like a, a sinewy being, that you could be able to see the veins and the kind of... Oh, okay. Do you know what okay, I mean? There's okay. not much fat on there. Yeah, and that's what I think some of the older BMWs looked like. They didn't have fat on their body panels. It was almost like the body panels were compressed around the the structure of the car. Yeah, they kind of like. Do you know what I mean? It was like very like hunched and very tight. And yes. like, is that they're wearing fitted clothes? Yeah. Whereas as they got newer and newer, the clothes just got a bit baggier, and you couldn't see the shape of the car yeah, underneath. Yeah, yeah. Um. So so yeah, I mean, look, looks are absolutely subject subjective but in my mind i think the touring body style looks better than the saloon because the back of the saloon just looks too bloated and baggy yeah, yeah, the touring, whereas yeah. on the touring they've managed to make it a little bit sharper and i think they've done that because otherwise it would just look bulbous on the rear mm-hmm. it would just look too big so i actually think that the touring is the nicer of the of the two um but the biggest change is the interior we've criticized bmw interiors before yes. in the previous model for having zero personality and in fact their personality is boring that's what you would describe it as yeah newer generation actually has a bit more personality the materials are so much more of a step up you know you talked about shiny leather before yeah bmw's previously even with new clean leather they had a bit of a shine to them well they're not using napa leather anymore but I don't know what they call it but the, the leather now has this very satisfying dull look to it Oh, okay. Which, but it's funny though, the amount of people that think shiny leather is, that's how it should be. No, yeah, yeah, it's, it's not. not and, and, and the leather has this like nice dull characteristic to it, which I really like. Even the leather mm. on the steering wheel has this like matte finish, yeah. like it's supposed to. They still have this stupidly, over, stupid, overly chunky steering wheel, which I don't get why BMW do that now in the more you lighter what? cars. 
You're right there. Tired, keeping you up. Yeah, you are with your fucking white on red review. But um, I think, no, nah, you, you want a chunky. You, well, is it, well, how chunky is it? It's, I don't have the biggest hands, but I no, still think it's a little bit chunky. A bit too chunky for, for my it? liking, yeah. Yeah, you want it, you want it chunky-ish, but obviously you don't want it massively chunky. Yeah, but but like interior quality is a lot nicer. You know, like volume controls on the, on the stereo and stuff like that. They've got like uh, knurled metal knobs and stuff, whereas previously it would have all just been cheap plastic with that crappy rubber coating that falls well, off. It's not red, you know. That's like maroon or brown. I was, I was, didn't know because you didn't hear me, but didn't I not say it's more like a, a light maroon? You did not say maroon. I did, but you, you were, were pointing at something over there. Why did you the just maroon say, curtains? Why did you just not say? Why didn't you just say? Because they call it red. They call it red leather. But it's not, it's maroon. But, but they call it red. But it's not. Why don't you say it's maroon? Are you trying to tell me that BMW, with all of their R&D and millions of pounds and blah, 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 don't know what red is? Yes. Clearly they don't. Yeah, exactly. So why don't you just say it's maroon? Instead of trying to explain it's this kind of red and that kind of red and it's got this tone to it. Just say it's maroon. You I know, wouldn't have argued with that. I would have said, yeah, it's maroon. I sent you the picture of the interior. Like it's the first time I'm looking at it. Exactly. You could have just you, looked, t- you told me it was red, so I'm like, why the fuck do I want to look at it? It's yeah. red interior. It's a white car, red interior. You could have just looked at it like days ago when I sent it to you. But anyway, I don't like the steering wheel, the design of it. The design? Yeah, it's just like weird. That yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks empty. I know it sounds silly, but I know what you mean. Like hollow. And it, and, and don't you think the spokes look too fat as well? Yeah, yeah. So do you see what I mean now about a chunky steering wheel? It just looks yeah, chunky everywhere. Yeah. The steering wheel looks way too big for it. But it's actually a small steering wheel. Oh, is it? Oh, it must so it's not a big in diameter. Mm. It's just, oh, just got girth okay. everywhere. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with girth. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. All right. Oh, Thanks. now that looks shit. Now the calipers are a different color to the interior. You need to get them to match the calipers to the interior. Well, ask them to paint them maroon. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because the calipers are actually red. Yeah, they are. So back to the interior. Um, yeah, the plastics are much nicer quality now. Do you remember, do you know what I'm talking about? Where they used to have that rubberized coating on the plastic that just used to like scrape off after a while. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. all gone. Yeah, yeah, it just would sort of peel away and become sticky and nasty. Yes, yeah, that's yes, all yeah. gone. So, so they've now got decent quality on the interior, which is really, really nice. Um, and... The screens are following the trend everybody else has of bigger is better. They're just like massive now. It's pretty much just a giant screen in the front. What I will say though, credit where credit is due, and I hope Volkswagen are listening in particular, there are still physical buttons for the things that you want buttons for. So the steering wheel. Oh, is it? Okay. Buttons. The radio. Haptic haptic feedback. No. no. Um, The volume control, an actual knob. The the stereo even has some buttons on there. All of the climate control stuff, heated seats and all that, buttons. Does it not look a bit, look a bit bare now with two screens? Because now, like, the, 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 the instrument cluster, that's just like a screen as well, isn't The it? instrument it's cluster di- is a screen. Just digital? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I've had mixed, mixed reviews on that from people who have seen the inside of the car in the flesh. Some people like it because it's very futuristic and wow. And I'll be honest, that's more younger generation. And then yeah. older generation look at it and go... Not sure I like that. It just looks like a sticker. Yeah, 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 it does. It does. It looks like one of them like portable little Atari games you used to get <laughs> yeah. and play on. You know, them small ones you yeah. used to get. It just looks like that. Yeah, so, so 
it is what it is. The one thing about the interior that that annoys me massively is the fact that it's the same interior whether it's in an entry level one series or whether it's in a top of the line seven series or an M5 or oh, an eight oh. series. Yes, yes. They, well, that's the that's the that's the cost saving now, isn't it? I know, but but it's it's really really frustrating because what happens is your interior gets tired very quickly. That's yeah, why the old well, interior. It's frustrating for a guy in the seven series. Probably going to say, "Look at that fucking twat." I paid this man, and he's got the same fucking interior. That's what life. that's what I mean. Yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah, could yeah. go, you could go, yeah. and it's and it's good news for the for the entry level one series buyer. Because they're going to go and buy a one series, and they're going to spend whatever a one series costs yeah. twenty something grand, like buy a one one four i or whatever. And for that, they'll get a really nice premium feeling interior, yeah. fantastic. But the person who's gone and spent eighty hundred grand or whatever on their top of the line BMW gets mm-hmm. the same interior. Yeah, and you just think that's a bit shit, really. And that's what I hated about the design of the cars, and as well, they all look the same. Just yeah, smaller, get bigger, a bit bigger, a bit bigger, a bit, bit bigger. Like that's not how it's it should not. be, man. You pay, especially when you're charging someone what you're charging for something else of the other cars and that. You know what? Make a bit of an effort. Yeah. To make it stand out. Don't to make just, to make it different. Don't than the just rest make of your it range. bigger. Yeah. Exactly. Don't don't just. It's the it's, it's the Audi design school with the photocopier, right? Yeah. You just go what level of zoom do Enlarge, you or magnification yeah, enlarge yeah. by twenty you know, percent, and yep. there you go. That's the next car. Um, so there is a lot of that going on in terms of generally across the BMW interiors, and I'm not a fan of it. It's a nice interior, don't get me wrong, but it's not nice enough to be the same in every single model that you make. No, that, that's no, just yeah, taking yeah. the piss, in, yeah, in no, my opinion. Is, I agree. Um, the other thing, buttons, yes, very, very good. But you know, like all cars have them now, around the center console, there are tons of buttons to select like your drive mode and configure your car. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are physical buttons. But they don't have like a satisfying click to them. It's almost like they're nah, halfway you need, between. You need to have that. You need if you're going to put a button there, it's got to be satisfying to press it. It's not these. So these buttons where you can change it from sport to eco, pro to comfort or whatever, they don't. They're they're, they're almost like a halfway house between haptic and button. They are buttons mm. and they do physically move when you press them. Yeah. But they're just a bit crap to the point where. You have to look to make sure you've pressed it, oh. which defeats the purpose of having a yeah, button. Yeah, no, 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 no. You don't have point. to look. Yeah, no, no, you've got to be able to know, yeah. okay, it's done. So, yeah, they're, 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 the, they're the gripes on the interior. Um, if I was to ask the salesperson what was great about the interior, then I can tell you straight away that the most exciting part for him was the ambient lights. Because, so when I tell, and for anybody listening who's ever bought a brand new car, um, it's always quite an occasion and i always get the impression it's more for the salesperson and the people in the showroom than it is for the person well, buying the car to get commission they get very excited so i turned up and the car was under a cover right shut the fuck up 100 percent, it was under a cover shut up. like like i was buying a ferrari f40 yeah. or something or a new lambo right and he, i came in and he was like can you guess which one yours is? Really excited. And I was like, I'm guessing the one under the cover. Because he here, obviously because it's draped over a big fucking estate. <laughs> All right. And Are so you it, serious? Did he yeah, actually say that to you? This, I'm not, this is not exaggerating for effect. This is genuinely how it went. Right. So this was in the middle of the working day. And I did ask before I 
book the appointment. I was like, how long does it take? And I said, new car handover normally takes half an hour to 45 minutes. I'm thinking, why? You just got to give me the fucking keys. You just got to, yeah, you've got, I've got to go and give you my old keys, my old V5. You've got to check that I haven't set the car on fire or taken the wheels off it in between you seeing it and me trading yeah, it in. Yeah. I get all that shit. Once you've done that, you've then just got to get me to sign whatever bits of paperwork I need to sign, sign, take my details, give me the keys and, and off I go, right? And answer any basic questions I might have um, around using the car. I don't see why 45 minutes is necessary, but I thought maybe that's what they're saying because that's how much time other people may take when they're asking, how do I use this? How do I use that? Give me a run through of all the features and blah, blah, blah. But I tell you what, these guys, you know, you know that saying of, like it's in the corporate world, a meeting will last as long as you've set the meeting for. Yeah, if you've got five yeah. minutes of things to discuss in a half an hour meeting, people will make that shit last for half an hour. That's how these guys operate. Oh, oh it's going to take 45 minutes for a handover. We will make sure it takes 45 minutes for a handover. So I turn up and he's like, do you want, what do you want to do first? Do you want to do the exciting bit where we show you the new car or do you want to get the paperwork out of the way? Show me the new car I've already seen. And I'm like, well, I hadn't seen that physical one, oh, right? Because okay, okay. it, it just it arrived and I hadn't been to the showroom to, mm. to see it well before it had arrived and been prepped. So I was like, let's just do it in order. Do the paperwork, no, get everything mm. done, right? Then give me my keys, show me the car, I get in it and I drive off, right? So yeah. just, whatever, do it in order. So he was very much like, all right, okay, fine, you know, did the paperwork bit, which is normal standard. And then he goes, right, do you want to pull the cover off or do I? Oh, no, he didn't. Shut up. No, he didn't. I swear to you, right, I'm thinking, you've seen one too many Instagram new car reveal videos. You've had one too many motivational team sessions, haven't you? So, and again, bless him, he was quite young, this guy. I never met him before. So this wasn't the guy who sold me the car. He was just the guy doing the the thing on the day. I was like, you can pull it off. And the main reason I said that was because I don't want to pull it off wrong. Like what, do, what do I then do with this massive cape yeah. I'm holding in my hands afterwards? Do I just drop it on the floor? Do you Wrap it around your neck and you go drop for a drive. And trip over. It's massive. <laughs> do I like fold it up and put it in a corner? Does someone come along and take it away? I was like, you do it and get rid of it for me. Yeah. You know, just like, yeah. It's like being in a restaurant and, you know, maybe someone needs to... Would you like to come and clean the dishes now? Yeah, exactly. He's like, no, no, you, you do the work. So he pulls it off and expects me to go, wow. And I'm like, all right. Okay. What? Right. You're telling me you didn't like say, like you weren't excited? Do you know what I did do? I took two photos, one of the exterior, one of the interior, purely for drivel. So oh, the, photo, the photos you're going to see on Instagram yeah. are going to be the pictures I took when the car was revealed yeah. to me. Should have made a video of it being revealed, you idiot. Yeah, I didn't. Um, so then we get into the car and he's very excited. First of all, he shows me around. And it's fine. He's like... To use it. Show you around where his house? No, the car. Right. He showed you around the car. Just like, you know, seeing... This the is the boot. This is how you open a door to get in. Well, I'll tell you what. No, because I asked some questions like, where's the... <laughs> Obviously, oh so, so many... God. No, no, so many... This is how many times I've bought used cars. Where's the locking wheel nut key? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> That's yes. an important That's question. That's the only question you need to That's ask. That's an important question when buying a used car, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, he didn't yeah. know. And he was like looking around in the boots. Oh, yeah, I found it. It's here, whatever. Although he did show me a, a quite a cool feature that I didn't know it had, which is it's got a split tailgate. You can open oh, the full it? boot or you can just open the They're glass. Oh. So he showed me that, which was quite cool. And then it's got, it hasn't got a part, it's got like a weird parcel shelf that rolls out and you can put it in different positions. That was the extent of him showing me around the car. And then we got in the car and the first thing you wanted to do was connect my phone to it. So mm-hmm. I then asked, uh, well, I'm going to use Android Auto. 
I have never seen somebody who works in the motoring trade be so confused at the words Android yeah, no. Auto. He's, he said, oh, oh, you mean you've got an Android phone? I was like, yeah, so I want to no, use Android. I just want to use Android. So he goes, yeah, yeah, I want to use, so yeah, that's why I want to use Android Auto. And he goes, well, what do you mean? I said, I want to use Android Auto. And he goes, do you mean you've got an Android? It'll work with Android. <laughs> and I, was, I thought, what, what am I asking and what is he saying? And it turns out the reason why he was so confused, so I plugged my phone in plugged it in with the USB thing like you're supposed to. My phone said Android Auto has been detected like it does in almost every test car we have that comes with it fitted. Yeah. And I was expecting it to then find and connect within like 30 seconds, Yeah. right? Like it does. Android Auto to boot up on screen. And at that point, my music's there. The maps are there. Everything's there. Gangster Great. Gangster rap's can, playing. And you're gangster rap is playing. Great. I can drive off, right? Change the track to Britney Spears once I'm out of earshot, et cetera, et cetera. He's not even joking. I'm not even joking. So the car says, the phone says it's searching for Android Auto. And after a little while, it fails. And I said, why hasn't it got Android Auto? He looks at me puzzled. And he goes, and I said, like, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto. When I said Apple CarPlay, he goes, oh, like the app on the car. And I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, I don't oh, know. £2,000. He goes, he goes, I don't, he goes oh, I don't know if it's spec'd with that. I said, what do you mean spec'd with that? All new BMWs will be coming, should come with it. Right? Should come with it, innit? It doesn't yeah. mean... So, so because no, because this was the M Sport Pro thing. So it had like Pro Nav. Yeah, they gave you red calipers. It's got it's it's got whatever it needs to have to make mm. sure that that that's optioned. So he's like, oh, I don't know. He literally breaks out his phone and goes on YouTube <laughs> to find out how to activate Android Auto in the new BMW iDrive Seven Series Seven or whatever. And it literally says, plug in your phone, go to the apps. And Android Auto will appear. Launch Android Auto. Okay. It will connect and initiate. Once it's done, it's done. And actually, it's wireless in these. So he's like going through the apps, can't find anything. He goes, oh, let me just go and go upstairs and find out. He goes up for five minutes. I'm sat there playing with all the other stuff, just setting things up and, you know, the various settings in the car. He comes back down, sits in the car and he goes, um, so, yeah, I've, I've just asked, because of the chip shortage, Android Auto is going to be rolled out later in the year via a software update. Are you serious? 100% he said this to me. At this point, I'd been there for like 35 minutes already and I'm like, I want to go. We're getting close to the 45 minute mark this <laughs> yeah. anyway. And, but, but I'm also thinking, you just said chip shortage, which means a hardware issue, uh, yeah. yet that you're going to manage to resolve yeah. that later in the year with a software, software upgrade. Update. That doesn't seem How to make sense. How you software update something that doesn't have the hardware? At this point, I did think he's not going to have the answers for me. Yeah. So just forget it, right? I'll just use the inbuilt nav. I can still stream shit via Bluetooth. I can listen to Britney Spears. I'm all good. It's fine. Yeah. Before he let me go, he then did want to go, let me show you the feature that everybody wants to make sure that they, they've got and that they can set up before they leave. And I'm thinking he's talking about, I don't know, some critical yeah. safety feature or something. No, no, no. He was talking about the ambient lighting. <laughs> So he takes me into the ambient lighting menu and he's really excited by the fact that there are like seven color choices. So it's set to the default BMW orange or amber or whatever it is. Is this the light strip that goes around the car or something? Yeah, the light strip that goes around the car. We're in the, we're in the middle of a well-lit showroom, so I can't see it anyway. I honestly don't really care all that much. Um, and so I was like, well... Yeah, it's fine as it is. He goes, no, no, let's just go through all the color. He made me scroll through. He made me scroll through all the color options. And what he did was he cupped his hand around the door handle to make it a little bit dark, so I could see what the oh color looked like. God. And in the end, I was like, well, it's got a red leather interior. I'll go with red lights. So I set it to red, and off we went. But 
that genuinely that took 45 minutes just for him to show me ambient lighting which i would have figured out myself once i actually cared so now i finally get to drive the bloody thing oh sorry before i drive the thing just to clarify the whole android auto i went home and did some research on it he was right he just didn't give me all the information so because of the chip shortage the standard chips that they use um to facilitate android auto and also the touch sensitive part of the scroll wheel on the iDrive, mm -hmm. they couldn't get hold of those chips. So they've used substitute chips. Those substitute chips, um, they haven't yet done all of the software programming to enable Android Auto to work with them. So that's work that's being done. And okay. once that's done, then they will be able to roll out Android Auto on the new chipset that they're using. Okay, but how are you going to get that? They can send out over the air software updates. Or oh. once the software update is available, I take the car in, they'll plug it in and they'll do, do, do oh, software do. update. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, but what won't be available ever is the touch screen, the, the touch sensitive part of the scroll wheel, which basically is only ever used if you're putting in a postcode, you can just scribe the oh, letter like on the top, the, the, the mouse thing. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Okay. So that's never going to be available on my car. Um, so that, that's a that's a tip for anybody. We're giving lots of consumer advice to anybody wait, going wait, to buy. The, 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 the most important thing we need to ask is: Is it stolen? No, it's not is stolen. It stolen brand new. So there's some more consumer advice for anybody listening buying a brand new BMW. Be aware that you may not get Android Auto and you may not get this touch thingy on your. And that you may buy a stolen recovered. Car. And you may buy a stolen recovered car if you're buying used. So anyway, now finally get to drive the thing because it's brand new. It came from a factory to the oh, dealership. Oh, brand spankers, brand meter, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, brand new. Okay. I'm the first owner. Uh, so I mean, it's the first, like, buying a new car is different to a used car. They don't put it under a cover mm. and everything. They just, like, oh. take you around the back and say, here goes your keys, fuck off. Uh, mm. So on the road, right, this is significantly more comfortable and quiet than the previous gen. They've made a... Oh, is it? They've, they've made big, big advances forward in making sure that the suspension is more compliant. It's got adaptive suspension, but it's not like other cars where comfort is like really soft and bouncy and sport is overly hard and rattles you to death. It's actually quite a nice blend. But even in sport, the suspension is still nice and comfortable, absorbs oh, bumps okay. well, and it, it rides really, really well. They've got this comfort glass on it. So it's not double glazed glass, but it's, it's acoustic glass. And so it's quieter on the move as well. The one thing, though, that still lets it down, run flats. You oh, can, they still you can now, yeah, they, they, they still doing that? And run flats have gotten better and blah, 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 blah. But you can still hear the tyre noise no, from the run flat tyres. Yeah, that, I know. They'll, they'll say all that shit. Everything else is nice and quiet, mm. but you can still hear the tyre noise on the move, which is really, really annoying. Um, have, they, have they got a better, any better to ride with? As in, is the ride a bit better on them? The ride quality is fine, but I don't know how much of that is really good sophisticated suspension or the tyres. I imagine most of it's suspension. Yeah, probably, yeah. So, so... You know, I, I rate what BMW have been able to do from an engineering standpoint. It's just run flat tires. Just if why it had keep, if it had normal tires, it would be yeah, brilliant. It would ride so well. Them, I don't know. No idea. Because there was a time when they first came out. Yeah. And for insurance or whatever, something you had to have really uh, for insurance. Not insurance for something you couldn't replace them. If you had run flats, you had to replace them in run flats. Wow. Warranty, I think, maybe. The warranty was it Was like, it for like a BMW warranty thing? Yeah. And yes, I, I had heard that. Yeah, then they brought them out as an option. Then they turned them into an option and extra, so you could put other tyres on there well, if you wanted. I mean, it's a bit of a clue when all of the performance and the M cars don't come with run flats. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. When they're, you know, they're premium top creme de la creme cars, 
don't have run flat tires. So that yeah. tells you everything you need to know about them, really. Um, but no, it drives it drives really, really well. Um, suspension's nice and comfortable. One thing I will say is it's at a point now where it's so well insulated, you are very distant from the car. And I was having this conversation with somebody, we've spoken about this before, right? Where driving normally, you'd be hard pressed to tell if a car is front wheel drive, four wheel drive, rear wheel drive. There's mm. no difference mm. here, right? Mm. When you when you really get going and you move on to some twisty roads, then you can start to feel that there is, you know, that, that chassis balance that comes with rear wheel drive and the car has been pushed along rather than pulled along. But normal everyday day-to-day driving, forget whether it's rear wheel drive, front wheel drive. Mm. I couldn't even tell you whether this car had a, an actual engine or whether it was electric powered. Seriously? It's silent completely. And it, they've got, everything's got a start-stop now. I don't know if the engine's off or it's oh, on. Stop, stop. Without, yeah, without yeah. looking at the dash, I wouldn't tell, be able to tell you if in traffic the engine was idling or not. Hmm. So is that a good thing? Yes, because they managed to make the refinement next level. And I kind of now see why if you're buying a normal car such as this, take into account everything we said in the last episode about the running cost difference and the price difference, yeah, all yeah. things being equal, there actually isn't a difference between petrol and electric when it comes to feeling and sensation anymore in modern cars oh, like because in the old, modern cars the engines in, are yeah in ultra modern cars the refinement is so much that you no longer get like the vibration of the engine the noise of the engine and all that stuff i mean this car right the, this generation of three series very well insulated you can hardly hear the engine you can get fake noise piped in through the speakers you have to pay for that separately as an extra and you can get it as a software to have it through the why would you I I can buy it through my BMW app Ah. and then it will be downloaded to my car and I can pick different car noises but why would anyone pay oh you know someone's going to buy a free money stick a fucking M badge on it or something but but it only sounds inside it sounds like that not on the outside yeah watch that'll be the the thing now they'll start putting that's what they'll start doing Yeah, that's what Stuart will do and then roll down your windows and then you drive around yeah why the new one series the one one Eight, whatever. Get the wheels, get the end badge put in, and then he'll buy. He, he will buy the app to have the sound come through. I promise you. It's like two hundred and fifty quid or something. It's ridiculous. Fuck yeah, yeah it's mad. It's mad. Two hundred and fifty so, quid for a fucking album. For an album, yeah, I know. You can get Spotify Jesus. for nine ninety nine a month, <laughs> and you get lots of albums. So yeah, that that that's where we are in terms of sound. Now, if you rev the nuts off the thing, you can of course hear the engine. But otherwise, no. Now, the car I've got is the petrol. It's the 20i. Uh, so, two litre pet- four cylinder petrol engine, which is, I'm thinking it's the entry level engine. It doesn't feel like it's entry level. And in fact, I'll go as, to far, as far as to say, unless you're looking for high performance M car, this is probably all the engine that you need. And actually, even BMW would agree with me because if you buy the 320, or the 330i, or the 330e, basically anything other than the 340, yeah. this is the engine you get. In the 330, they just tune it up a little bit so it's got a bit more power. In the 330e, they add, add electricity. electric electricity to it, but it's the same engine. And it's the same engine that exists in the 1 Series, in the 135i, in the 128ti, mm. and 5 Series, the 520i, the 530i. Anything that's not like 340 badged or M badged now has this engine from a petrol perspective. So it is all the engine you need. It's got good torque. It pulls well. Does 
goes about it very discreetly. Again, you've got that eight-speed ZF gearbox, which just does things magically without you even realizing. Honestly, to the point where you go, unless you were looking at these electronic dials, hmm. you don't really know what's going on, and it could be electric. And so what, what, what engine did they put in the 340? That's a six-cylinder engine. And this is the four-port? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Actually, talking of like engines and stuff like that, you know what the default dash display looks like, the stickers? Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't have a rev counter. It has like an, a power meter. Well, this is a petrol car, yeah, not a That's my point. hybrid or anything. But that, does that not give you some indication into how this car has been manufactured? It's mm. been manufactured to be just a place where you sit, it's enjoy a, your surroundings, a, a vehicle, and be transported it. from A yeah, to B in luxury, yeah. relative a, luxury. A simple ve- just a vehicle without any sort of... Yeah. So, it, uh, you know, every time I get out of the car, I, I am thinking, okay, it was very relaxing. I don't feel like I've done anything, regardless of the, 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 the length of the journey. But then the petrol head in me is going, is this too much in terms of refinement. Everybody wants refinement. Mm, Everybody wants yeah, a, a nice, comfortable no. car, but this is going too much in that direction to the point where literally you could stick anything under the bonnet and I wouldn't have a clue. Yeah, no, if you're a petrol head, you don't... You don't petrol heads don't really want refinement, do they? You want... Nah, reason want car to handle well. That, that's what I mean. Like, the reason why we are, I guess, anti-electric and a lot of people are anti-electric is because they lack personality. And sometimes mm. that, that roughness, that rawness is part of yes. a car's personality that you can feel with it. You have a mechanical connection yep. to it. There is no mechanical connection to the new 3 Series. I've, you know, disclaimer, I haven't driven the new diesel version, but well, I would almost... You're going to connect with a fucking diesel, are you? Do you know what I'm about to say? I actually think you might car. because you're going to get more engine feel and noise coming oh, through, yeah. Oh, yeah. which is ridiculous if you think about it. There is more connection to a diesel BMW than there would there be to a petrol. Then there is a petrol one. Yeah, they just, well, the thing is, now BMW is just churning them out. Even even, even their, like, even their M cars and stuff like that, they put a bit of effort into them and stuff, but they're still just, they're just churning them out now. There's not much, there's not much fan, like, there's not much hurrah over a new M now, really, is there? Not really. There's not the way it used to be. No. Right, the M, I think it was like E46... Yeah, it was up for that. The E36 when that M came out. Yeah, the E46 came out. The E93 M came out, and then I was like, "Oh shit!" No, but even no. when even when the E90 M3 came out, right? It came out first V8 M3 ever. There was something about it. There was an appreciation of that's kind what of, put me off it. To be fair, straight away. When well, it was a V8. V8 M3, yeah. But but like from an engineering mechanical standpoint, you look at it and you go, "Okay, there is." There is some kind of a connection there, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. In terms of the engine itself and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. There was something, they were striving for something unique. And then they moved to these turbocharged M3s and they're just lacking soul. There's yeah, but I think I think a lot of cars, and now I think a lot it's, of it's the, the modern, lot of the it's the modern car. Yeah, the modern car lacks soul, yeah. certainly lacks Definitely. drama. And that's, and yeah, with all of them. Even if you think about Mercedes, if you think about AMG, take away the sound from it. So a sound doesn't give you soul. Yeah, it sounds good when you're honing it, but even then now, it's just getting a bit too, just a bit too, like too, too refined. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly my point, right? Which is, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. This is not a bad car. 
This is a very good car. Oh, I'm sure it is a very, it's a very good car. Very good, very capable car. Yeah. It's going to be a very safe place for me to carry my daughter around. It's very comfortable. Mm. Yeah, it's got a decent stereo so she can listen to music. Uh, I like the color of the interior. It's good quality. Blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. It's comfortable. It will take us from A to B without us feeling like we've been on a journey. All of that stuff. But, but you know what? You're not, it doesn't, you're not going to be excited about driving, are you? It's yeah, not, it's not I mean, like, when you drive it, you'll pay. You'll probably pay very little attention to it when you're driving it, if or the, to the journey, or to whatever you're doing. If Whereas the, in a car that has got soul, that sort of grips you, you pay attention to the car, you pay attention to the journey. If the train stopped at my front door and took me exactly to the front door of door. where I want to go to, and it wasn't filled with dirty, smelly people. <laughs> Yeah, it would be the same. same. It'd be the yeah. same experience. You get on the train, you sit there in relative comfort, you get to your destination, fuss free, you get out the other side Sorry. and you do whatever you do. What are you doing to your microphone? Well, I'm just seeing if these things do it. Like, well, this is, this yeah, is they, can, they, can, they can hear you every time you tap it and stroke it oh, and yeah, whatever okay. else. Yeah. Okay. That's, it's a microphone, that's what they do. They pick up sound, <laughs> yeah. they transmit sound. Yeah, so. Um, that I mean, like it's it's a forty grand car. No one's going to spend forty grand on it because everyone's going to buy it on get, some kind of finance, me included. Uh, yeah. So yeah, would I have bought a new three series if I wasn't in the predicament I was in? Probably not. No, I'd be looking elsewhere. What would I get? I genuinely don't know. Kia. You say that, but sitting in something like this versus sitting in many of the Kias that we've had and reviewed recently, and and Tom was spot on about this as well, where they at one point a few years ago made a big deal about interior quality and, and tech that seems to have dropped off a little bit they can't seem to keep up with the rest of the competitors and that for me that's the biggest thing yeah. here. the interior yeah, quality true, of this is, is is another level yeah true but then there's the, you've got to look at the value for it as well isn't it yeah but but my point is if you're able to get into any of these cars spending 300 350 a month or whatever it is uh, yeah, the value is the same running, right? I actually think the Kia Stinger is probably one of the better looking cars to come out in the last few years it's a nice looking thing it's I don't even brilliant. know if they make it new anymore I think they do they, re, they, 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 they they sort of well they say they redesigned it but they didn't really redesign it but yeah yeah there's a new one there was a new one out as well it looks just the same as the other one but but I mean the back end on that Stinger is just spot on mate it's got Audi A5 Sportback vibes and that's a good thing because I think that's a nice that was a nice design car a5 and A7. It's got lots of little light vibes from everywhere, but that is... Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no it's, a, it's a good car. I still want to drive one properly, spend definitely. some decent amount of time in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, like a, a long trip. But anyway, there's my review of the 3 Series. Would I recommend it? You don't need me to recommend it, because if you're looking at buying a BMW 3 Series Touring, you're going to buy it anyway. It's one of those cars, yeah, right? True, you've already true. made your mind you're up before. Get, yeah, yeah. You've made your mind up before you've even seen the car. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you're not going to go wrong with a free series, are you? So, mm. no what it is. There we are. There's the end of my review. Okay, that's... thanks. Bye. <laughs> now all that's left to do other than say thanks and bye. bye. Why are you really tired? It's not that late. Now, it sounds weird, but now that we can eat and stuff again and drink, I think now that all the tiredness is coming in. That is a little bit weird. Maybe you should. I don't know, eat things that give you energy. I do need to sleep earlier. Or sleep. Maybe you just yeah. need to get more sleep. But anyway, we're about to wrap up the show. So all that's left to say is to say thank you for listening. Um, if you liked that, didn't like it, suffered through it, whatever, 
Um, go to whatever platform you're listening on and give us a five-star, 10-star, maximum star rating. If you can write us a review, do that. Don't really care what you say. Just put some words in there. You can even put, I need to put words in here and that will do. Um, do that. Please help support the show as much as you can. If you've liked, re- reviewed, rated, done all of that, hit the subscribe button so that you automatically download new episodes as they come out. Brilliant. The next thing you can do is you can find an unsuspecting victim in your life and you can let them know about the show and make sure that they take the time out to go and listen to us. Uh, can't guarantee Don't they'll be hooked after they've listened to one episode, but maybe they will. Maybe they'll like the drivel that comes out of our mouths. Some people do, some people don't. Um, but yeah, please help support the show. We'd really appreciate it. Once again, you can interact with us through our social media at Drivel Podcast on Instagram, at Podcast Drivel on Twitter, somewhere in Google Mail world and LinkedIn there's way to find find us as well so yeah do all that come and find us interact with us uh, despite what o may sound like on these podcasts he is actually a genuinely very friendly approachable person so if you do want to reach out to him on instagram they you can on at driveway auto just uh, don't ask me what does this light mean don't ask him what lights mean go to google first instead mm. maybe um and if you want to reach out to me on instagram i am at mr mo hussein and that is the end of the show ladies and gentlemen hope you enjoyed it Speak to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.